Happy 420, everybody. And for those of you that don't know what 420 is, it's a national holiday for cannabis, for weed, for reefer. (laughs) And I want to talk about my journey with this because I spent the first, I'm 43, I spent the first 38 years of my life not smoking a cigarette not smoking weed, not touching it. And until the chronic pain, I did say chronic, (laughs) until the chronic pain that I have really got so out of control that my doctor said, Sean, I think we need to try. At the time, it was called medical marijuana, but many of us don't use the word marijuana because it actually has a weird origin story. But my doctor said, Sean, I think we should try this. And that sent me down a very unique path I just want to share my story with you today. Happy 420. Let me unpack and explain it, everybody. This is Sean King, and you are listening to The the, the Breakdown. The the, the, the Breakdown. The, 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 The Breakdown. For the first... 37 or 38 years of my life, I lived really what you could almost call a straight edge lifestyle where I didn't smoke, uh, didn't drink, uh, you know, stayed away from anything that could be publicly or privately seen as immoral, be be it strip clubs or anything that people associate with something outside of a very straight and narrow lifestyle. I tried my best to to live that. And it wasn't it wasn't only because I thought it honored God to live that way. And I I thought that in a way, but uh, it was just a personal discipline of mine of saying, hey, you know, this is just part of who I am as part of my identity. You know, I'm you know, I laugh, I have fun, I love my family, but here are the things that I do and here are the things that I don't do and here are the lines that I don't cross. And it really wasn't until I started seeing a pain management doctor in Brooklyn uh, who's just, who's been great, who's really almost now a friend of mine. And, um, you know, he said, Sean, you know, we, we're basically trying every pill we can outside of narcotics to help you. And and while you're getting some relief from all of these pills, and now I'm getting neck injections and they're burning the nerves in my neck. And for those of you that don't know, I have just a you know serious, you know, really horrible. I'm in pain. I'm in pain almost 24 hours a day. I'm in pain right now. Uh, I was in a horrible car accident all the way back in 2003, 20 years ago, uh, that ruptured several discs in my neck, and I went through the front windshield. And it's just amazing that I didn't break my neck or die. And, and you know, having survived that, when all of my, you know, facial injuries healed, and I had just horrible wounds on my face, over 400 stitches, when all those things healed, what was left behind was just this severe pain in my neck that is so debilitating uh, that it can be hard to focus and concentrate. And 
I've tried my best. I mean, to I mean, that was I dealt with that in my twenties, my thirties, now into my forties. They started recommending that I have spinal fusion surgery on my neck, you know, almost twenty years ago, and I've spent twenty years trying to avoid that surgery because of its low success rate and the sometimes year long recovery and and so my hope and prayer was that I could hold out until the technology improved uh, and, and just hold out until I absolutely like just had to have it. Like you had to carry me out of the house to have it. And, and my doctor says, Sean, you really need to try at the time. He said, you need to try medical marijuana. And we know I was living in Brooklyn and in New York at the time, weed was not legal. And to get any, medical marijuana products, you had to get a medical marijuana card. And I did. And um, what I first started trying was uh, vapes. And this is kind of, this is what at the time you could not get traditional weed in its natural form at these stores. You You could only get it in like an oil form that you could vape or you could get it in pill form. And I tried, again, This is, I'm 38 at the time, never smoked a day in my life, and I struggled to smoke. Like, it just, like, tore my lungs up, could not handle it, but I, like, really needed the relief. So I tried the pills, and I found, man, I sound like a baby, but <laughs> I found the pills made me nauseous, and, uh, like, it was like, okay, I just didn't like the way the pills made me feel, and, uh, and so I was like, damn, what am I going to do? And, you know, I eventually tried smoking just regular natural herb, you know, just cannabis in its green natural form that you can put in a cigarette and smoke. It's it's an important thing. It's something that's been around for thousands of years. And even that I just did okay with. But eventually... I found kind of exactly what I needed to help me with my pain. And I have to take it in conjunction with a lot of other stuff. I mean, my neck is is really a wreck. I go, I literally go in for an MRI again tomorrow. I'm I'm sadly I'm about to go see a surgeon to see what surgical options that I that I do have, uh, just to see if there's anything I can do to relieve the pain that I'm experiencing. And it made me for the first time in my life, I was always like completely against, uh, you know, arresting and jailing people for weed. It's just out, it's outrageous, you know, and I fought against all of those things. But when I finally, you know, got a medical marijuana card and started buying it myself while knowing that the stuff I was buying in New York, my sisters and brothers were still going to jail and prison for it it just burned me up and it sent me down a path where I really started just thinking and understanding why black folk in particular in America have been dedicated weed smokers for generations. And in a lot of ways I've grown to really think that it's just been a form of self-medication like this, this country the United States is so stressful. I mean, like over the top stressful. 
for everybody. However stressed white folk are in America, black folk are exponentially more stressed, dealing with way more trouble, drama, bigotry, racism, discrimination, poverty, harm, violence, whatever white folk are dealing with, black folk are dealing with that at a much higher magnitude, much, much deeper, much wider impact. And America should thank God for weed because weed, weed doesn't make you violent. That's, it does the opposite of that. Weed chills you out. Weed makes you want to stay home. Uh, weed relaxes you. And America should be grateful that black folk have been smoking weed for this long, particularly in the hood where stress is exponentially higher than most folk could even imagine. Just daily life is stressful. And folk were, folk were smoking weed to help them deal with the anxiety and pressure of everyday black life in this country, period. And I finally started to understand that once I started taking it myself. And once I understood that, you know, m- marijuana be it in the pill form, which is primarily what I take now, or I mainly do chewables, actually, edibles. And um, once I understood that it helped me relax on that level, immediately I better understood generations of black folk before me saying, yeah, I need this to help me relax. Listen, we're going to have a quick word from some of our sponsors, and I'll be right back. Hang tight. Before I head out for the day, I'm going to talk a lot about this tomorrow. I think I'm going to dedicate the entire episode about this tomorrow. But yesterday, there was a huge, huge Supreme Court decision. Eh. There is rarely a good Supreme Court decision for us nowadays. (laughs) Like, it is hard to have a positive bit of news from the current Supreme Court, which has a, you know, massive conservative majority. But the liberal band of the Supreme Court and and a faction of the conservative part of the Supreme Court came together yesterday in a 6 3 majority to side with our dear brother Rodney Reed, who was on death row in Texas. Uh, You know, we fought hard, valiantly, to get him an appeal, uh, to get his execution date removed. Uh, God bless all of you who participated in our free Rodney Reed campaign. And he is now fighting just to get them to test the DNA evidence. And Texas has been saying, hey, we know we have evidence and we know it's never been tested for DNA, but you passed your you passed the date we'll allow you to do it. And it's like, hold on, hold on. I might be killed. And you're worried about a date that we might not even have known that date existed. And and his attorneys, who are brilliant, appealed it all the way up to the Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court decided in a 6-3 decision that Rodney should be able to do DNA testing on the evidence. Now, 
it does still have to have another hearing. Uh, but we hope and pray that that 6-3, that rare 6-3 majority uh, that came down in, in a liberal and conservative coalition, we hope that their decision and their opinion, which I just got a chance to read this morning, uh, that it informs anything else that Rodney does trying to get this stuff tested. It should be tested immediately. There's no reason not to test it. And so um, let's pray. And tomorrow I'm going to really unpack and explain this. Uh, we're still fighting to get Rodney free. Our goal has never been to just stop him from being executed. That was the first step. But what's next is actually getting him free. So we'll talk all about it tomorrow. Love and appreciate all of you. Thank you again for your support for Ralph Yarrow. Uh, as he continues to heal, please pray for him. Support him in every way you can. And if you are not yet a member of the North Star, go now to thenorthstar.com and join today. Take care, everybody. Break it down. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we are the Momentum Advisors. Every single week, we talk about wealth management, personal finance, and entrepreneurship. We are financial advisors by day. We're entrepreneurs by night. We're building wealth for ourselves, and we want to make sure that you understand how to build wealth in your own family. Tune in for shows like Is Your Money Racist? Retirement Savings, Investment 101. We literally run the gamut on all the things that you need to know about financial wealth, creating a legacy for your family, and really just wealth creation as a whole. What we find is that these conversations are happening, but they're not happening as much as they need to in diverse communities. And so we're bringing a new voice, a new amount of energy, and we want you to tune in. So we bring the tips, we bring the strategy, and we always bring the good news. So make sure you tune in every week to the Momentum Advisors. There's something for everyone. Money. 